Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. What do you think? NBA Draft 2023, Nick Smith Jr. to be drafted in the top 15. What do you think? I mean, I've seen him outside the top 15. I've seen him in the top 10, just about <laughs> everywhere. I mean, it's it's kind of sad because, I mean, going into the season, you know, he was like top five uh, projected, but obviously didn't have the, the season we all wanted him to have and had a lot of injuries and stuff and just didn't really get a – a whole lot of opportunities to prove himself, so that's that's definitely going to cost him. But uh, so that's the is that the bet? It's uh, that is on top fifteen or outside. Yep, that yeah, no, it just says uh, yeah, it says uh, Nick Smith Jr. to be drafted in the top fifteen. Then you drop down to the next one. It says uh, two plus Razorbacks to be drafted in the top ten. Hmm. I think I would. I would say not taking the one on that tube in in the top ten. What, what what's the money pay? What's it pay for the? Uh, uh, let me pull it up odds? there. All right, Nick Smith to be drafted in the top fifteen. No is minus one forty five. Yes, plus one fifteen. <laughs> Somebody, you always have to explain what that means to us idiots. I don't know what that means. Well, plus no means what? what mean? You bet a hundred to win one hundred and forty five. Is that right? Okay. And then yes, uh, plus one hundred fifteen. I'm not sure, Rick. <laughs> it's a tough one. I think I would. I think I might go. I think I might go outside the top fifteen. Yeah, I'd go no. I'd go yeah. no on that. I'll one. say sixteen or seventeen. I think it'll yeah. be close. Yeah, but I don't think. Yeah, I think it'll be 15. close too. It's a good. They put it at a good. Yeah, <laughs> a good spot. Yeah. I think so. It should, should have pretty even betting on both sides. So, are you starting now to pay Andrew Ellis overtime money? Well, don't put any. What, what, what are you doing <laughs> in my business here, Randy? Okay. The reason why I said that, all of a sudden, <laughs> not all of a sudden. I mean, Andrew obviously followed Arkansas through the regionals. He's the, all season yeah. long. He's been the Razorback. Hawk Sports. Razorback beat rider for baseball. And here we are now as we are approaching uh, the not only transfer portal players coming and going, uh, but now you got the MLB draft coming up. So is, mm-hmm. uh, is I guess you can say, is Andrew riding overtime? We all ride overtime. We all there you go. Oh, <laughs> there Everybody you works go. a little harder. Boy, did guy. I set that's, you up to that is. one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, Andrew does a great job covering baseball, and uh, obviously there's a lot of movement with the transfer portal. Added a, a pitcher today from Kansas. Um, got the MLB draft. It's uh, every every season. It seems like every every sport it has its. I don't know. It's just like overdrive. You know, when you get to the off season for football, now we have you know recruiting and official visits and transfer portal all just stacked on top of each other and. You know, you got the same for the NBA draft transfer portal, players declaring for the NBA draft, not signing with an agent. You got guys 
trying to figure out where they fit in on a roster and coaches trying to figure out where their players fit in on a roster and don't know if you're getting this guy back or that guy back, working the transfer portal, uh, recruits, all that hmm. stuff. We saw basketball, and now it's time for baseball. And uh, so it's just like, you know, every every single sport now, you, right when you get done with the season, uh, it, it feels like things really just start ramping up with roster building and stuff, and now it's baseball. Well, I know Danny never takes a break. And, uh, no, Danny doesn't get many breaks nowadays. They, they move. Danny used to have a nice little chill time in the month of June, and they decided to move the official visits to open them up in June. And, and Danny just—he's trying to find pockets. Danny actually took a vacation. He usually takes his vacation, you know, before football season starts. But you know, the last couple of years he's kind of shifted that and takes it right before this June recruiting period heats up. Because I mean, what they have nine visitors in last weekend. They got 17 scheduled to come in this weekend. The last one Danny added was Courtney Crutchfield. 17 visitors, seven guys, seven or eight guys. I think eight. I think Crutchfield makes eight guys that are committed to Arkansas that are visiting this weekend. Nine four-star recruits and really big-time guys coming in. So this is the kind of weekend, Randy, I think where you'd want to have a good number of committed players along with some really high-profile guys and hopefully swing things in your favor a little bit. And, and on top of that, you got, you know, several guys on countdown clocks who are, you know, looking to commit soon. I would think, though, from a coach's perspective, that's got to be difficult to juggle. Uh, I imagine all hands are on deck. But uh, saying that, you sure want to show your committed players all the love you can give them. But at the same time, you want to mm-hmm. shower all the love that you can give the incoming prospects. I think you have to just kind of hope that your committed guys understand that, you know, hey, you know, you're part of the family now. You're locked in. Let's go get some more guys. Let's, let's you know, use – obviously, we're all going to have fun here and see the facilities and whatnot. The guys that are committed have been to Arkansas before. Uh, you know, official visits, obviously, on Arkansas's dime. That's what makes it different. You know, they, they pay for everything. But I think, you know, the hope is that your guys that are committed are, you know, people who are going to really try to help you recruit, to become mm-hmm. recruiters for you, you know, on this visit weekend also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, Courtney Crutchfield, Charleston, Charlie Collins, Kavion Henderson, Norrell White, K.J. Jackson, mm-hmm. Jaden Ball, and Tavis Metcalf. Those are the committed players who will be visiting this weekend or taking their officials mm-hmm. This weekend, and uh, I got a kind of a Debbie Downer. You'd already left after the program, uh, after your segment yesterday, but saying, yeah, yeah, oh, Arkansas, uh, Countryville, or something like that. Mm-hmm. You can talk about these Razorback incoming uh, prospects. Uh, you'll still end up five and seven. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to say this again. This is once again a star-studded weekend of prospects uh-huh. coming to Fayetteville. You're yeah, not going to get them all. You're not going to get yeah. them all. No, you're not. And the, the important thing is to keep bringing in really high-regarded guys. And I'll tell you what shifted a lot, Randy, is we're seeing more activity in the southeast. You know, you're seeing more Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, um, players out there versus, you know, in the past, I don't, I, I mean, I feel like we're maybe a little more 
West and, you know, obviously Arkansas and Oklahoma are big, you know, Memphis area and all that stuff too. But I just feel like they're recruiting more in the SEC. I mean, the, the SEC footprint's about to go out West, but a more, a little more in the traditional SEC footprint. And I think that's a lot to do with Darren Wilson and Marcus Woodson and Travis Williams, um, just their impact with this class. And, you know, the way Danny put it to me, he's, he just kind of said, you know, this is kind of big boy recruiting what Arkansas is doing right now. You know, there may be guys out there who, uh, you know, and several of them are very highly rated, but there may be guys out there who aren't that highly rated. But you look at the, the visits that they're taking, you know, to Clemson and Georgia and Alabama and Arkansas, you know. Um, you know, even the guys that aren't maybe a four-star are still – like schools don't bring you in. You only get 56 official visits. You know, that's a good way. Like people look at offer lists and stuff and say, oh, this guy's got this offer list. Well, that offer may not be committable. Uh, but usually it's a, it's a much better indicator uh, if, a, if a school brings a guy in for an official visit, you know, how much he's wanted. And, you know, Arkansas is at 11 commitments right now. You've got Kobe Branham uh, deciding on – uh, the, the, on uh, uh, June 26, he's he's the next guy. We talked about that a little bit. Who might be next? Well, it might be it might be him. Um, uh, Shaq McCrory is uh, what is he the? He is the 30th, I think. So, yeah, I think he's June 30th. And uh, you got somebody else coming up. Uh, the oh, uh, the guy that's uh, Chris Johnson. His his dad's a former NFL player. Uh, but Chris Johnson, top 500 player, he's deciding on July 4th. So you got several guys that are, you know, right up against making a decision uh, coming up here. And I don't know, I, I, you know, just talking to Danny, I kind of got a good feeling for Arkansas on those guys. And then, you know, mm-hmm. you got Brandon Russell coming up with a decision. Um, what makes me uneasy about Brandon Russell is Danny doesn't lean in certain ways. Right. He's deciding on July 14th. And knowing Danny as long as I have, when he, you know, saying, I kind of like Arkansas' situation here. Um, I'm not saying you bank on it, but you, it, he's usually his gut's usually pretty right. And what he's telling me with Braylon right now is like it could go either way. And to me, that tells me like ah, I don't know if I like that very much. Hmm. So we'll see how it plays out. He's got an official visit coming up to Tennessee on June 23rd. For those who are just listening who don't know, I'm talking about Braylon Russell out of Benton, four-star running back, six-two-two thirty, who was previously committed to Arkansas. You don't see a lot of guys who commit. And to Arkansas, decommit and recommit. In fact, the ones I can think of are Landon Rogers, uh, who briefly decommitted and recommitted, and then Mitch Mustang. That's like, that's all I can remember who did that. Uh, but Braylon, he committed really, really early, like early, maybe before his sophomore years, which was just, in my opinion, it was too early for him to, to probably commit. He just wasn't ready. Um, and wanted to see what else is out there, and I can certainly understand that. And we'll see how it goes. He, he you know, moved that Arkansas visit. Um, he wasn't scheduled to visit last weekend until pretty late. Um, I, actually, I think maybe that week. So, um, you know, maybe he just wanted to take one last look, but kind of get the impression that maybe Arkansas and Tennessee where it's down, and, um, you know, maybe you throw a dark horse into South Carolina where he's also visited. You know, Trey, it used to be, and I've heard you say and others say, the team that gets the last official visit generally has the upper hand, so to speak. The, mm-hmm. They've got the advantage. Is it that way anymore with the NIL and everything else that's going on? Does that does that uh, have as much weight as it once mm-hmm. did? 
That's a good question. You know, I think there's different ways to look at it, and everybody's different. You know, I mean, like, maybe there's a, a standard or, you know, how most people do it, uh, but I, ju I just think everybody is different. Else, you know, otherwise everybody would want to go to the same place all the time. But I kind of think that if, if, if somebody visits you and then they make an announcement of when they're going to make a decision, I usually think that's, even if they've got other visits left, I usually think that that's maybe a good sign for that school. Um, instead, you know, but if you had the last visit, you know, that kind of feels like maybe, and he hasn't got like a commitment date, maybe that's a good sign for that school. Uh, there are some people out there who say the first visit is always good. Um, I can remember when I hired Curtis, when I hired Curtis Wilkerson, I had uh, 14 interviews set up that day. And Curtis was the first interview. I trimmed a huge list of applicants down. And Curtis was the first interview. And after I got done with the interview, I was just like, well, this is the guy that I'm hiring. I got 13 more interviews. To do. <laughs> you know? Why did I have to have this guy first? But, uh, you know, so I think it just it cuts differently. And you make a good point with NIL these days. You know, you never know what a school might present to a to a prospect. I just, it just seems like that is not nearly as important as it once was. Yeah. Well, and you talk to Pittman too. You're like, you know, he he would tell you it used to be facilities was a huge deal. You know, obviously location, playing time, and all that stuff. But facilities used to be like the overriding. Like, you know, I didn't know Arkansas had this. Um, but now that's kind of taking the backseat to, you know, what NIL opportunities might be out there. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, there is a mix, but back again with the potential transfer portal that will be going, uh, the next window is when? December? Is that right? Yeah, back in December. And there's plenty of time for them to change that still. I think Sam Pittman makes a great point. Do we really need 45 days to decide if we're going to enter the transfer portal? Yeah. I mean, first time go around. Sure. Like, you know, we're feeling it out. We don't know what to expect. There could be all kinds of things that pop up, but I think fast forward to where we, what we know now, do we need a 45 day window? I don't think so. You know, Pittman said, you know, May is a really bad time to be an assistant football coach on the college level. Now these guys get paid a lot of money. We, we just think about, you know, the major programs, there's plenty of people on mid-major uh, programs that still make good money, but, you know, they're not, like, making three hundred, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000 a year like some of these guys, and even more for some coordinators on the big-time level. But May is transfer portal, bringing visitors in, evaluation period, going out and scouting prospects on the high school ranks, bringing in official visitors. I mean, it is utter chaos in the month of May. And as Pittman said, it's not a very fun time to be a, a coach, um, to be an assistant coach. Cause you know, for Pittman, it's different. Cause he's not, he doesn't go out on the road. You know, head coaches aren't allowed to go out on the evaluation period. Uh, so I think he makes a good point about, you know, how it's just stacked up like that. But um, to me, you know, the 45 day window that starts in December, I think we can cut that down to a couple of weeks. And then I think we can even go farther than that and maybe shrink the window when you can pull players out, you know? I mean, because you can pull players out of the transfer portal basically any time. It's just when you can enter it. But maybe what if we just shrank it down to, I don't know, six weeks? you got six weeks to pull these guys out. That gives everybody time to take their visits. Or, or 
Heck, they don't even need that much time. I mean, a lot of these guys are doing it, you know, and it's already prearranged. Yeah, a lot, a lot of these guys are prearranged. You're absolutely right. But when they, a lot of the guys too, you know, when they do their official visits, they'll do them almost almost back to back to back. You know, it's not like you do it. It's not like you need this weekend and that weekend and this weekend because you know it's transfer portal. It's not like you know it's not like you're in high school and you you gotta you know you make sure you're at classes and stuff. Um, you know, for a lot of these guys, we're talking when classes aren't in session. So, you know, maybe. Maybe just do it a month, give them a month to, or three weeks or something, and let's shrink that transfer portal uh, time. I think that makes all the sense in the world. Uh, I know the forty-five day period about killed Danny, like he was, <laughs> he was not, he was not a fun person to interact with. Seems <laughs> he was just in a foul mood all the time, just because he was busy. You know? and sometimes busy means one o'clock in the, you know, in the morning there. You know, there went, uh, not too long ago, a kid committed at 118 in the morning. Crazy. You know, there's there's somebody else uh, uh, committing on, you know, July 4th, which, you know, that means Danny's got, he's got whatever he's got planned for July 4th, he's got to, you know, leave his family and go deal with that. You know, and I'm not saying it's, it, it, Danny puts it great, you know, it, it, we don't, it's not hard work we do, but we work hard at it. And, uh, you know, there's just, it's just part of it. Sometimes they're, Sometimes there's part there's days where it's just it just doesn't stop with recruiting you you really have to stay on top of it but you know I, and I'm not just saying that for you know Danny or you know recruiting sites and stuff but you know for these coaches and stuff too I think you I think Pittman's right you do an injustice to the high school kids and stuff because you know you might be dealing with all this transfer stuff transfer 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 and you've got official visitors coming in town you know or you've got um, you know you need to be out on the road for the evaluation period, but you got, you know, a transfer coming in, you know, so um, I think there are ways that they could probably fix things a little bit. And at the same time, I don't want them to fix too much for Arkansas's sake because <laughs> the transfer portal has been exceptionally sure. good to Arkansas. NIL and transfer portal has helped Arkansas as much as any school in the country. And people, In all sports now, Troy. In all sports. Yeah. All, all sports. But it's especially been beneficial in football because, you know, you think that, you know, seven and six was a rough season. I mean, guys, if they didn't have the transfer portal to shore up some of the issues that they have from the 2020-2021 recruiting classes due to COVID and stuff and the short turnaround Pittman had in 2020, you know, this, this football roster would be, be looking rough right now. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Beatty of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company.